Welcome back to the Vessel Podcast, where we discuss the highs and sometimes lows of getting to know God. I am your host, Leanne, and man, welcome back. Um, We are moving through season three, and we have reached episode three. Um, We're going to be talking today about how do we reach the unreached? So really taking a deep dive into that conversation about how do we as believers spread the gospel? And I am ecstatic for our special guest today. Uh, Courtney and I, we grew up together from uh, childhood years through school, and then we uh, became teammates for years. So like uh, from like our SAY, like our City League days to um, to school. So we started officially in middle school being basketball teammates through high school. But Courtney is a GOAT. You know, she went on to play in college and was like crazy on the court. So um, so anyway, so I'm lucky to have her in my presence today. Well, really virtually, but you know, um, excited about our conversation. And I hope that you guys uh, are just excited as me. So let's get to it. No further, without further ado. All right, welcome back to the Vessel Podcast. And as promised, I have a special guest with me today again. And I feel like I say this every time, but I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, you know, I got my near friend, near and dear friend. Um, we have literally grown up together since we were tots. So this is childhood friend into adulthood. Um, and I'm thankful for her. So, uh, Courtney, welcome to the Vessel. Thank you. Thank you. Look, wait, I just want to say that like, I am like humbled to be gracing this podcast, Leanne. Like you've had reverends and pastors <laughs> and doctors, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just grateful to be here. Hey, listen, you're just as special. So I, I pride myself on surrounding myself with like, like-minded individuals. So, um, so yeah, so I, I appreciate you saying yes to the call. So, um, I'm looking forward to the conversation. So today I, I just want to get right into it. We're talking about how do we reach the unreached and whatever that means. So I like to start off by just kind of giving some foundation, some background of that conversation for the listeners so that they understand, um, you know, kind of where we're coming from. And a lot of this is going to be based on our experience and, you know, and our thoughts. And so um, I also like to base it within scripture. So we'll, we'll talk through some scriptures as well. So, uh, so the unreached, I'm going to start with this scripture and then we can get into the conversation. So this is from Romans 10, 13 through 15 and 17 for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? So Faith comes from hearing and hearing comes through the word of Christ. So that's kind of a, I think a good layer for us to start it. So I'm going to ask a few questions of you, Courtney, and I want to start here with your own experience. So talk to us, and this is going to help us put everything into context. All right. So this is considering us as two believers, right? Describe to me your first memorable experience with God. So chug back and talk to me about that. Oh my God, that's like seems like I got I have to go all the way back to like yesteryear, right? Like <laughs> I grew up in a church, right? So mm-hmm. um 
a lot of those memories kind of run together when it comes to, you know, going to church every Sunday, sure. in Sunday school, in the choir, going to the morning bench, you know, during revival and everything. And I feel like a lot of that just kind of runs together. So yes. like maybe like my first memorable experience would be um, maybe like feeling the Holy Spirit for the first time. Yeah. Um, not exactly sure when that was, but I remember the feeling like, you know, when you see people catching the Holy Ghost, you know, you see them jumping up and down, running yeah. around and everything. But for me, it wasn't like that. And I always wondered like, you know, what that feeling was to make them want to get up. Yeah. And like, for me, it was, um, it was me crying. I was moved to the point where I cried. Yeah. And um, I think that was like my first memorable experience, just like being in church and like feeling the, feeling the spirit just all over. And, and I just cried. For sure. Yeah, yeah man. I, hey, I think I had a very similar experience. And, and a lot of people, you said something that I've heard before is you wonder what made them, you know, want to get up and do these things. And to me, that's seeking God. Uh, you know, that it talks about that in scripture, how you should seek God. You want to be near to him. And so the fact that you were intrigued enough by the presence of God to want that feeling, I think speaks a lot to your journey. And to a lot of us, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't ever describe my growing up as growing up in the church because I really didn't. When we moved to Starryville, um, it took us a minute to find a church. And so I was at least middle school before we actually joined the church. Had I gone to church before, sure, you know, we visited churches um, and, and all of that. But once we started, you know, it was, this was a new experience for me, like seeing somebody shout and, and all of this stuff. I'm like, bro, first of all, I'm scared because I'm just scared by nature anyway, first of all. So I'm like, what's happening? Why, why are they doing this? You know, and so um, so much like you, I'm like, you know, what is it? Like, I'm trying to feel this and I'll never forget. Now, I, I got to tell this story. I went to this church in college and, um, you know, you go to the altar and, you know, so, so this particular church, they may lay hands on you or, you know, pray over you and stuff like that. And people would fall back or, you know, do different things depending on what was felt. And I was like, Lord, I don't know what I'm supposed to do in this moment. <laughs> Is it just going to happen? <laughs> I was so scared. But from that experience, I learned that, you know, it really, yeah, man, I might not need you to go on and fall down so it can be over with, so I don't have to feel this. Like, <laughs> I was, I was, I was like so nervous doing it. I had like a slight panic attack. So, anyway, but from that experience, I'm like, you know what, God, I shouldn't have to second guess who you are and what you, you know, you are doing in, in me physically, whether you know, I actually physically feel it. I know that deep in my heart, though, the Holy Spirit lives within me because I had already said yes to God. So I had been saved and all of this. So I knew that he had gifted me the Holy Spirit already. So it was within me. And however that comes out or however the Holy Spirit reveals himself to me, you know, I know that's God. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. Um, and I think for us as young adults, um, that's a conversation we need to have. Like, um, you know, you mentioned a lot of church traditions, like in your experience, you talk about the mourner's bench and, and all of this, this, you know, these are things, these are church things, you know what I'm saying? And so that could probably be a whole other episode just talk, <laughs> talking about the traditions of the church, right? Mm -hmm. 
and really what that what, what role that plays in our experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, as we move forward and talking about the unreached and how we can reach them, um, Jesus himself encourages us to spread the gospel. Um, and in fact, he instructed his uh, disciples to spread the gospel um, to all of creations. And you can see that in Mark. Um, I think there's some scripture in Luke also on, on account of that. So for you as a believer and follower of Christ, have you found yourself spreading the gospel to other people? And if so, how do you do it? Okay, so I feel like I'm not called to quote unquote preach, right? Like, okay, hold on. Hold on a second, okay? I'm going to get it for you. I'm not called to quote unquote preach, right? Right. Um, I feel like that's a calling, you know, like you have to like God has to literally speak to you for you to be a prophet or a preacher of that sort um but so for me like where I am in my journey like I'm not there yet right but like you said God gives us the duty it's kind of like a commandment to spread the word right so whether I'm doing it by you know posting scriptures on Facebook or um you know, telling someone about my experience or telling someone about my own personal experience. Um, I also try to kind of like be the light, you know, since yeah. I'm not exactly where I want to be, just be the light. So let people see God in me. Yeah. And um, I try not to do too much of, oh, you need to do this. You need, because like I said, I'm not where I want to be. I don't want to be a hypocrite right but I do my best to kind of like be the light and spread that you know that positive energy around so that people can see the God that lives inside of me man hey that's a word right there listen um I think that that's so important for us to to realize especially as we're like I feel like for me like I I feel like I'm on fire for Christ like I I feel like God is, I'm so close to God. And like you said, to be the light, um, I think it's something that I strive to do daily. Do I fall? Absolutely. Um, do I make mistakes? Yes. Um, am I always, you know, perfect? No, I'm never perfect um, for that matter. But I try to live and walk in a, in a way that somebody might, you know, be like, okay, I might need to try out this guy that she's serving. Right, right. You see? So, um, so I agree with that. And, um, you know, you mentioned something about saying, you know, trying to tell people how they should be living or tell people what they need to be doing. I, that happens a lot. <laughs> that happens a lot with people. And that's kind of what turns people away. Exactly. Um, yeah. One of the things that I've, I've, I've been wanting to kind of do some more research on is millennials who leave the church. Um, and matter of fact, millennials are leaving the church in droves, like our age, like that, mm, I guess 25 to 35 little group right now. Right. They're not doing church. Like even, even like before the pandemic though, right? Because like for me, I haven't been, like I was pregnant before the pandemic hit. So like I had during the pandemic, but like our church still hasn't opened back up. So I haven't been to church in over a year, right? So, but even before that, like you said, you had, you had people leaving, you know, not wanting to go to church. And like you said, we need to do some research to figure out like why. You need to find millennials and figure out like why. You know, I think I absolutely and I think that's an important question 
do you need the church to be saved? No, no, don't need the church to be saved. Um, I think the church provides a foundation of who God is. It's up to us as individuals to, you know, figure out who God is to us and to welcome him into our hearts. Right. Um, but, but to leave the church a place where, you know, God has created this institution for us to just, you know, kind of cultivate uh, those commandments that he made for us and to cultivate the spreading of the gospel. We use the church, not necessarily the building, but the people, because we are the church, the, the people. Um, and I think we, we've gotten away from that through a lot because of these traditions that we continue um, and that we impart. Because there's a lot of people who have experienced a lot of church hurt. You know, I, I hear that often um, where they have been felt felt um rejected by the church for living a certain lifestyle or making a certain mistake like a one and done type thing i did this and now the church don't want nothing to do with me so i think that's a conversation we definitely need to dive into um, absolutely eventually i'm I'm looking forward to that today for sure Okay, listen, I think we could do probably like a panel of some millennials, people who, the millennials who are, who have continued in the church, started in the church and still there, some that grew up and no longer want nothing to do with the church, and then some that are kind of on the fence, like, yeah, I go to church every now and again. Write that down, that's good. That's good. Okay, so now I hear your boys in the back, so that means, you know, you got some little ones, you got two little boys, Um, so as a mother... How have you introduced your children to Christ? If if you have already, I know they're small. So if not, what are your plans? Yeah, so I have a um, Elijah, my oldest is three, and then Zeke will be ten months this week. So um, Elijah, he hasn't been able to experience church the way I did when I was growing up. Obviously, mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, he's still young. And even before that, like he didn't, when we were going to church, he wasn't, he didn't have the opportunity to go to Sunday school. However, he is in Christian school right now. Okay. So he um, attends Christian school. So he is getting a little bit of foundation there. Um, Stop it. Um, But I also want to be able to create that foundation for him, you know, on my own. Yeah. And one thing my pastor says is you can't preach where you, uh, what you don't know. You can't leave where you won't go. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I have to um, personally grow more to be able to set that foundation for him. Yeah. And um, that's one thing that I want to do to make sure that, you know, he gets that um, to know who Christ is. And I'm about to tell you a funny story. Okay. It's kind of, um, kind of rubbed me a little bit the, lo- the wrong way. So, um, the Christian school he goes to is predominantly white, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we were home one day watching Clemson, watching a Clemson game. Can't remember who they were playing, but they a picture of Trevor Lawrence comes up on the screen. You know what Trevor Lawrence looks like, looks like, right? And Elijah said, "Mommy, that's Jesus." Oh no, not white Jesus. <laughs> he said, "Mommy, that's Jesus." I was like. It shocked me. I was like, and not shocked me to the point where it was like, I'm not, you know, I wasn't surprised, but I was like, no, son, no, I want Jesus. (laughs) Jesus is black. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that he knew like, no, that, that is not, 
the depiction of Jesus. Like yeah. that's that's not accurate. So that, that's, that's so funny, <laughs> and it's so innocent because I mean, you know, yeah. and, right. and the other part is. Yeah you know what you know and you know and what people are brought up on and and that's how things get passed down and passed down and passed yeah. down you know what I'm saying until we know the, the true facts but um but yeah that that's that's hilarious <laughs> say Jesus um I think that I think it's important um I you know with my parents they didn't force anything on me um they lived a life that I I thought was something I want the, the road I wanted to go down in terms of faith um, so they introduced me and I said, okay, this is great. This is good. It's working for me. It's the way for me. And then, you know, so I, I depended on what they introduced me for, for a long time. And then, you know, once I got to really, even after college, um, so once I started like my real, I have to call my real adult life on my own by myself, I continued on, but I, I made decisions based solely on my own relationship with God. And I think it's so important for um, right. for kids to know that you know to have you know an opportunity to explore whatever that may look like. You know, you can teach them so many things, but it's, at the end of the day, they still have to make a choice for themselves. Let it be their own. For sure, for sure. So, um, and I think um, I think Elijah is at the age where he's I'm sure comprehending and you know understanding and learning. So. Uh, so that's a good foundation that he's getting already. Look at him. He talking about you. <laughs> you're so handsome. Okay, so as we've talked about motherhood and, and creating that foundation. So if we look at the title of today's episode about reaching the unreached, um, it, it suggests that there's a population of people that have never heard of Christ. Do you believe this is this is a tough question? But do you believe that God will send them to hell because they don't believe? Now, let me give you some, let me give you some uh, context too on that. So, of course, we know that uh, the scripture tells us in order to go to heaven, in order to be saved, you have to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and you shall be saved, right? So, if I have never heard of Christ, I grew up underground and I never heard the word Jesus or God am I going to hell like I you know I lived a life whatever life that is but I never heard God's name that's That's my fate that's deep that's really deep like like how can like like you said that's what the word says right Uh uh-huh and salvation Uh is available to all people Uh uh-huh but they're unreached. Yeah. So I feel like we we serve a God, you know, grace, mercy. Amen. And it's also, is it not also our, he's commanded us, you know, to spread the word. So like, I mean, there are like missions and, you know, that kind of thing to be able to get that word out. So, I mean, if we're going by what the word says. Okay, but what if we miss a person? Like we done went to- <laughs> That's Afghanistan we don't went over here yeah. to Czech Republic whatever I don't know we, we missed and we missed him <laughs> and we got this one little village right here that still ain't heard like you know what I'm saying I don't that's deep man Come like on, Courtney you got to have the answer to this I want to know 
No, look, let me tell you something. Uh, my friend Clarence, I had on here. We talked about this on that episode that I had, and uh, he he posed that question. Man, I had to. Ooh, it, I'm like you. I had to sit with that thing, but I, I feel like, and I came to the conclusion, you know, that God is a He's a just God. He, you know, um, I, I think that I don't think that they will go to hell if they are truly unreached, if they have truly not heard of God. Clarence brought up this point. He said, you know, you you walk out and you see the sun go up and down and you, you see nature, you can't deny that. And you can't deny that there's not a higher something, a creator, all these things are created. So there has to be a creator. Um, so do I personally think they're going to go to hell if they truly have not heard of God or don't, or, you know, don't know to call God, God, I don't think so. I don't believe that. Um, now there may be some, you know, disagreement there from other believers. I'm not sure. And I'm willing to continue to do the work um, yeah. to really understand what the what the outcome of that will be. But I do know that we serve a just God, a God that's all about justice and, mm-hmm. and all of those things. And I don't think he will punish right. uh, his creation for not, you know. For not hearing, for not hearing the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not at a hundred percent answer yet, but uh, I think that's where I stand right now. That's where I've landed. Yeah. Is that it is, it's different if you've heard it and you just choose not to Bingo. and accept, you know, it, that's different. You know, if you choose not to seek him and you've heard it. So. Yeah. 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 So I, yeah. If you, <laughs> if you have heard and you consciously choose not to, I think there are some red flags there um, but then again listen I can't be responsible for nobody else's salvation you yeah. know but but my I can I'm gonna share it I'm gonna hope I hope and I wish that everybody could feel how I feel about God you know um, and I hope that everybody gets to experience that that closeness to God and um, and I'm not naive enough to know that, you know, everybody will, but that is, that is the goal is to spread it. You know, we talked about the, uh, the, the true, truly unreached and how uh, Jesus told his disciples to go out, spread the word. We're supposed to, you know, it's, as long as we're doing that, God going to take care of, take care of the rest is, yeah. is what I truly believe. So, um, all right. So this is how I want to um, kind of round it out. I got I got two more questions. So based on your experiences of life, just life in general, how real is God to you? Oh, I mean, God is 100% real. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see him, we feel, I said, see, we don't see him, but we feel him. We see him in, you know, other things around sure. us, you know, just because we don't see the air doesn't mean it's not there, right? Come on, we see yeah. him. We still inhaling and exhaling. So um, just based off of where I am today, where I could have been, you know, I know there is a God. I know God is keeping me. I mean, I continue to sin, you know, and I'm still, I still fall under his grace. So, you know, and God performs miracles every day. So I know God is real. God is real in my life, in my family's life. You know, he continues to bless us. So God is 100% real to me. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, <clears throat> I believe it more today than I did yesterday. It just continues to build and build and build. Um, I just look back and think back to my life 
you know, five years ago, 10 years ago. Um, and I just continue to just build on the, the love that God has for me. Um, he also talked about, you know, he commands us to love one another as he has loved us. And that's been my goal too, to try to show that same grace and mercy that he shows to us, to, mm-hmm. to other people. Um, and that's how I know God is, 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 is real. Um, even in my darkest times where I feel so alone and so isolated, I still feel the presence of God. I still feel his embrace. And some people don't understand, you know, that I can, I can actually physically feel God, but I can, it's like, I can, I need him most. I can feel him and maybe because I want to, and it, it, you know, and I, and I can, yeah. So, um, so I, I just, I just, I I never want to take that for granted. Um, I take that for granted either and I've seen God work in my family's life um you know even in the in the tough times we've been experiencing a whole lot of grief lately uh within not just my family but just around me you know friends are losing you know parents and and grandparents and loved ones and siblings and it's just been tough but God he gets us through so so yeah he's real he's real to me he's tangible I can feel him and, yeah. and I and I'm, I'm I'm so grateful for that and for that feeling. Um. All right. So we got to round it out. We got to close it out. We've talked about our methods of sharing Christ with other people. Mm-hmm. Talked about walking in the light, and uh, we've asked the tough questions about not knowing God and what the ultimate fate of that is, which I think is still out. We still need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We still need to do some, some research there, but, um, so I want to close with this. Um, I usually ask my guests about their music and what they're listening to right now. So I'm putting you on the spot cause I did not tell you that. Um, so let me ask it this way. So I can what I it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let me ask it. So let me ask it like this. What song, what like worship song, you got your hands full, what worship song like encourages you the most? Like if you down or if you need a pick me up, what's a go-to worship song? Oh my God. I don't, oh my God. You really are putting me on the spot. Sorry. (laughs) Well, maybe you have a number of songs that you can choose from. Ooh. Golly, something uplifting, like yeah. Well, well let me ask like, you. This. I, oh, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say like, oh. um, "Smile" by Kirk Franklin. Good one. I like that one. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna oh. say that one. You gonna say there? Okay, yeah. that's good. That whole album was great. Kirk, Kirk is one of my favorites. Man, he he had some he had some bops. Like he put us on gospel bops back in the day, huh? <laughs> Did you watch his tiny desk? Yes, man. It was look. I haven't watched it yet. I had anyone even said, but I had a tear come down my eye because he yeah. just he knows how to. First of all, he knows how to put together a choir, and yeah. and just their worship is just so sincere to me. And he's he's just he's so gifted and talented. So, um, but it was so good. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Um, I think. Um, I got so many songs. I it changes every week, but Kirk, I, I'll stick with Kirk. Um, he has his album 
what is it called? Long Live Love. That was his, I think his last album that he had. That whole album, I just put it on and just press play and let it go. And it's yeah. it's so uplifting. Um, and it, it encourages me often. So that's my pick for this week is that whole album, Kurt. So anywho. I do have, I do have a um some of your playlist downloaded. Oh good. Good, good, good. I add to it all the time. So I, I try to if I hear something um new, as a matter of fact, okay, I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a recommendation. Um now, if you like contemporary gospel or contemporary Christian music, this song um, by Madison Ryan Ward is called Higher. Madison okay. Ryan Ward. Take a listen to that. It's contemporary. Like, it's not your regular gospel or anything like that. Um, it's so good. So check her out. Um, she's good. So I just add, I'm going to add that to my playlist so it'll be on there. But anyway, all right. So that's that's it. So Courtney, I appreciate oh. you. Um, being on today on um, the podcast and uh, your boys <laughs> the show because you got your hands full honey Ooh wee, look at them but <laughs> anyway so I appreciate you lending your voice and I hope that it's amplified and somebody can hear it and um, you know want to know more about Christ and about you know their journeys and and you know taking that leap of faith and living for Christ so anyway Awesome. Anything else you got? No, that's good. This was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. For sure, for sure. So, all right. Well, till next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Vessel Podcast. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and click that subscribe button so that you're notified of all the new episodes. And remember, God is love. Peace.